Hey, booze, hey. Do your blankets feel like super glue in the morning? Well, sis, it's time to shake them off. Welcome to Wake Up Happy Sis, the show that jumpstarts your day with a bang. We're strolling down these self-care streets as we navigate the maze of wellness and healing. We're helping you live happy, healed, and whole. And we do it all with a hearty dose of belly laughs for good measure. Stay tuned and get ready to wake up happy, sis. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, booze. Hey, it's your girl, Leanne. Don't say, I don't, you know what? I came with her already. I came with her. She start. Y'all see, she come in starting with me at the beginning. Okay, but I'm gonna just let me just do my little intro because you she she over here acting up. She cutting up already. We ain't even get show started. She cutting up. This is, this is what she do. That's what you hey, do. Everybody, I am your chief self love officer, Leanne Dolce, and this is my fabulous uh, co host Sharonda Silly, and you're tuned in. <laughs> To wake up happy sis, and we're broadcasting on KCCR Cityscape Radio, where we're changing the narratives for our people because we're telling our stories our way with uh, a little bit of laugh, a little bit of cry, and probably a little bit of cussing too, because that's what we do. Our black girl magic, brown girl magic, we got a lot going on over here, and you need to be here to tune in every week. Today, we've got a treat that's as irresistible as your auntie's sweet potato pie. Delicious. We're diving deep into a topic that can make or break your glow up journey, your personal branding. And this is for the high achieving black woman. We're talking about your personal branding woman. You're not going to just walk away with nuggets. You're going to be loaded with gems to help you take control of your narrative. What is the story that you are telling? Or what is the story that you're leaving behind you when you exit a room that they still talking about? From the art of storytelling to tech savvy tools that kind of let your brilliance shine through. That's what we're going to today. And as always, we are going to infuse it with a little bit of our own little stories, right? To help solidify some points. I don't think today going to be a crying show, but you never know what to expect on this, on our show. You never Just be open to it. Just There's going to be a laugh or two though. We're going to give you some good laughs. So if you don't have it, make sure you go and grab your favorite drink because it is five o'clock somewhere in the world. I want you to get comfy and we want you to come with us on this journey, baby. You've worked hard to be where you are. Absolutely. And it's time that you show the world the incredible, the fabulousness, the multifaceted woman that you really are. Let them see that you are that bitch. Stop depriving the world. We need what you have, ma'am. That's right. That's right. So how are you today, Sharonda? Girl, I'm so happy. I am extremely excited for what today has to offer. But our show today, though, y'all in for a treat. Y'all are in for a treat. I'm excited for y'all. I love that for Mm y'all. See, that's how I be. I be like, I really love this for you guys. I love this for y'all. I love it for me, too, but I love it for y'all, too. Okay, so I want y'all to know that we don't come to play with y'all. 
Okay, mm -hmm. we don't come to play. We give you a good dose of self-love, self-care, wellness. We talk about business. We talk about professionalism and how you can take these steps so that you can set your own boundaries, right? Yes. So yeah. that you can go from just surviving to unapologetically thriving. We're done with surviving. We're done with just surviving, yeah. baby. That's so last year. So 2022. <laughs> and we got to move into 2022. Yeah, that's last season. <laughs> Facts. So look, that is so season five. We are we are in season six now. We're, that's so season five. We're, we're so done with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So today, the first thing I want to talk about is the concept of the invisible handcuffs of humility. Let that sit, sink in for a second. Let that sit there for a second. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Time's up. I want us to kind of look at some of the emotional and the societal barriers that prevent us from promoting ourselves, right? And that can be from imposter syndrome, from fears that we have of being labeled bitchy or whatever when we're a go-getter and a conscientious Black woman who don't take no shit, <laughs> right? Standoffish, whatever they want to put on us. Our cultural conditioning that sometimes tells us we have to, um, what is it, kowtow and, and bend and change who we are to make other people feel comfortable. Hmm. Because we're not supposed to think too highly of ourselves. Hmm. Be humble. Have humility. Um, those things are fine. But why is it bad for me to promote the amazing things that I have accomplished in my life? I've worked hard to accomplish those things. I've done things that other people may not have been able to do. Like what's 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 my girl? Gabby, is that her name? The little the um Gabby Bowles. No, not Gabby Bowles. The um gymnast. Gymnast. Mm. Uh what's her name? You know who I'm talking about. Yes, I know who you're talking about. But she out there having multiple flips named after her. Named after her because can't nobody do it like she does and you think that she should not be able Gabby to be proud of that she should not be able look if she want to walk around with all her medals on baby promote you i'm the best at this shit. <laughs> the goat what because that's a that's a fact that is not just her own opinion that is a fact that's a proven fact Right. There's nothing wrong with that. So I kind of want to talk about that. And I also want to make sure we're talking about imposter syndrome and how you can then reclaim that narrative, because it's OK to pop your collar sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you got to pop it on them because. They hmm. thought they could play you. Hmm. They thought that you were going to let them take credit for what you did, right? They thought you were just going to 
sit over in the corner and be quiet. Be a good little girl. Hmm. Right? So we're going to talk about those things. So first thing I want to talk about is kind of that fear of being labeled. <sighs> I, and and this, is, this has happened to me. I want to start with little a little story about me. So for those of you who don't know Leanne Dolce, I'm a very direct person. I pull no punches. Um, I don't say I don't go out of my way to hurt people's feelings, but I'm but in business I'm very direct. And that has been caused me to have been labeled um arrogant. It's caused mm-hmm. me to be labeled mean, right? Um because I don't play when it comes to business. We are here to get this shit done. I am not here to always be your friend. Hmm. I can kiki and ha ha with you during breaks. Hmm. During the workday, I got things to do. And I need you to get your things done because your things impact my things. Hmm. So. When I'm showcasing what I can do, I'm very techy. Tech is my shit. That's my jam. I can pretty much put a system in front of me. I can learn it in a day or two. And I'm talking about, oh, you don't know how to do that? Oh, boop, 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 boop. Go on, do this. Okay? Hmm. But that gets you labeled as self-centered. That gets you labeled as arrogant. But it's part of the process to go through. Okay, it might not be as natural as it is. It's not supposed to be, but you go through the the stages of life. It is trying to figure it out and stuff. But I wasn't, it wasn't until I was good and grown that I realized that people going to talk and talk regardless and stuff. Don't allow that to become your business. What somebody else thinks about you is not your business. It's their business. You keep on doing you. Like I said, I was good and grown when I figured that out, but I was trying to you know, fit in, you know, back in the day. But once I became a mom and my kid was going through school and trying to figure it out, I said, son, stop trying to figure it out or stop trying to fit in. You were made to stand out and be okay yep. in that thing and stand tall in that thing because nobody can do what you do and do it how Period. you do it. I and wish I had that when mean, I was yeah. a kid. Man, it's their business, not yours. Period. Let me say this. And Sharonda is 100% correct. Stop worrying about being labeled anything. Their labels don't have to be your label. Mm-hmm. You know how they have, how they have, they, everybody got a pronouns and stuff. You mm-hmm. know what my pronouns are? What? She, her, goddess, diva, the baddest bitch, the, the shit. Mm-hmm. Like we make your own label. If you're worried about somebody labeling you as arrogant, self-centered, she thinks too much of herself, who she thinks she is. She ain't all that. But you are though. Doing, look, look, she doing too much. Am I doing too much or are you not doing enough? Oh, mm. you know, that was a clack moment. Hmm. Don't be mad at me. If you're not doing enough in your life and me doing what I do, how I do it is causing you pain, 
How am I causing you pain? Maybe you just need to step up a little bit so that you can feel this way about yourself too. Because how I feel about me is not an indication of how you should feel about you. Mm. Right? Step That's, just That's just real. And then there's cultural conditioning that we've been taught, mm -hmm. right? Humility is virtuous. You have to be humble. Don't grandstand. Don't do too much. Be in the shadows. What? When you put that candle up underneath the bed, it still gives off a glow, but it will glow even more if you put it on the hill or something on high where it's supposed to be. Where it's supposed to be. Don't because glow. if you're putting it underneath something, you're dimming the light. Right. <laughs> and the light, the dimmed light ain't helping you and it ain't helping nobody else. Mm -mm. So why would I dim my light? And I'm not saying be arrogant. I'm not saying be so self-centered and full of yourself that you don't have room to see anybody else's light and their greatness. We no. can all shine though. We can all shine together. A thousand, look, a thousand lights shining together illuminate, illuminate so much more than one. But your light and my light shining right here, yours don't dim mine. Hmm. They both shining bright together. That's mm -hmm. double the luminosity. What y'all know about luminosity? Oh, a vocabulary word, boys and girls. Luminosity, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So we have to know that when people are telling you to be humble, have humility, right? There is some truth to that. I'm not saying being boastful and brag on yourself all the time, but there is nothing wrong with promoting the things that you have done well what you know how to do and to position yourself for greater things because of the, the knowledge that you have and the amazing things that you have done. When you go for a job interview, you better be ready to promote yourself. Hmm. Hmm. Right. Hit that horn, baby. Mm -hmm. Because there may be 50 people or more going for that one spot. Hmm. Is this the time you choose to be humble? And fit in or stand out? Exactly. When you meet a new boo, okay? There may be other people that are interested in your boo because y'all just knew. You just met them. Y'all just started talking, just having conversations. Is this the time for you to be humble and act different? Because one thing I can't stand is somebody who act one way when you meet them and then you get all attached to that person and they've sent their goddamn representative. Six months in, you in love with their representative and then they ask come strolling through the door. Nigga, who is you? Wait a minute. We are women of a certain age. Who got the energy? To show up unauthentic. What you see right now is what you go see. What you see is what you get. I don't even wear makeup 99% of the time. If you see me in some makeup, 
I don't even know. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> but but I'm gonna be cute regardless, either way. Uh, right? Yeah. Now, what do you think is like the difference between self-promotion and that and narcissism, right? Whoa. Because people think mm -hmm. you celebrating yourself, right? Is to is at the detriment of somebody else. Narcissism is I want to make you feel bad so that I feel better about myself. I want to have control over right. you by making you feel some kind of way by by being able to control your emotions. It's the 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 mental beatdown for me for um from the narcissist. Mm -hmm. That part right there is like they can't afford for somebody close to them to feel better because they're going to help in their demise by beating them down mentally. Exactly. But you can both shine. I don't, I. My, yeah. Like if, if I'm your mate, my, one of my goals is to help you be the best that you can be. Yeah. I'm trying to have a glow up for both of us. Right. Your so, glow up does not mean that I can't glow up too. Right. It doesn't so, mean that you're going to get something. And I think a lot of times, and I'm not a narcissist, so I don't know, this is just my supposition, is that I think some they're coming from really a, a place of fear, right? Fear that, that you're going to do something, have something, get better, and okay. you're going to leave them. So they have to have a level of control. Self-promotion is not that. Self-promotion is, it's okay for me to share the great things about myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is okay for me to toot my horn and be proud and showcase the things that I've done. I'm not doing it to make you feel less than. Hmm. There is no malice and no ill, no, no ill feelings or ill will towards you when I share, oh my God, I just won this award. It's not to make you feel bad that you didn't win an award. Hmm. Let's go back to the couples. Mamie Robinson once said, you two can have something together if you both work hard. Mamie Robinson was my grandmother, is my grandmother. My That woman, she raised me and she was talking to my parents at the time. But mm -hmm. because my mother... Uh, she she was the one working hard between the two and my father thought it was okay to just sit back in the cut first of all y'all got three kids she don't need a fourth kid she needs you to up there to dog on need you to step up she needs a husband that part mm -hmm. so where the couples are concerned you two can have something together if you work together Instead yeah. of being jealous of the other one. No, this is a team, a contact team sport. It takes both of us to, to establish or be able to enjoy a certain level of living, not living or just thriving. I'm talking about, yeah. I mean, thriving. You want to do that instead of living and surviving. You want to thrive. And it comes with yeah. both of you working hard together. And then- you know when one person wants to shine or you know can take y'all in th that direction then you get behind and push with that person and then once that avenue or opportunity is over then it shifts to the other person and and 
it is a well-oiled machine to be married 26 years in December. I say you might know a little something about that relationship side. You might know a little something. Y'all, and and it's not just married 26 years, you're happily married. Yeah. Right? That's the kicker. It's not because any a lot of their people have been married 20 years and hate each other. And get divorced and after 28 years. Wait, right. What? What and or they stay together because it's cheaper to keep her. And they unhappy and miserable. You're happily married. I've yes. met your husband. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. And yes. we crack and we joned on you together. Y'all was so damn wrong for that. And I'm we going, were. I'm here to let both of y'all know y'all was wrong beginning up behind you know against me. Y'all spoke both of y'all supposed to be on my team. I'm just um, trying to say we were on your team by telling you the truth. Mm -hmm. See, we was telling you the truth. We did not want you to live in the um what is it? The the alternate universe that you're we wanted you to come back to our universe because you was over in a different universe, a parallel universe where in that instance you probably were shot. In that instance, you are shot. In this universe, you're not. So we just had to bring you back to our timeline. You was on a different timeline. That's all. I see all. what you did, Miss Marble. I, I see what you did there. And stuff. You like that? I'm back. Yes, I'm back from my back children and here. stuff. So I guess you two are on my side. I guess. We are. We are on your side. Okay. And 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 one more thing about the self-promotion versus narcissism that came to me while you were talking. In the space of couples, right? Yeah. And relationships, not just romantic, but just relationships in general, right? Mm -hmm. The narcissism approach is I must always be the one in the spotlight, right? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what narcissism is telling us. I've got to be the one in the spotlight. I've got to be the one with all eyes on me, focus of attention over here, over here, over here versus the self-promotion like Sharonda said is I might be shining right now, but my mate is help pushing me so I shine brighter and it does not dim his shine because baby, I want my man to come and tell me all the good things so I can take him out to eat. Because it's for the family. And then, doing it for our and then I'm going to let him out at home, baby. Let me show you how I appreciate all that you've accomplished. Because I don't have to shine all the time. Mm. I don't, my shine and his shine, we can go together, but sometimes I need him to shine brighter because he is the one winning in this moment. And I need him to promote what he's doing and how great he is. It's for the family. That's it's it. For the because family. we're building something more than just Leanne and Boo. Since I don't have one, I can't put a name on him. And I won't now, now just going to put the name out like that, you know, can't put no names out. Unless no, you know. room in silence. I understand. I get it. Right. Right. Like, no, I mean, just saying, what did Cardi B say? You ain't going on her Instagram if you ain't her husband. Mm. If you ain't, if that ring ain't on her finger, you ain't going on her Instagram. Mm. They don't have no papers on me. Mm -mm -mm. None, none. Now let's talk a little bit about imposter syndrome, because I think that's another critical piece that really keeps us from promoting ourselves. Mm -hmm. is that feeling that 
it disproportionately affects high achieving women, especially as black women, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And like sometimes makes you feel like you weren't deserving of all that you have. That people, why would people want to listen to me? Why not? You got 17 degrees. You've been working in this area. You've got accolades. Everyone else sees that you are dope. Why would you keep second guessing yourself? But it's nature. Uh, it's human nature. Everybody has moments where they doubt something about themselves. Right? Yeah. I've been there. I, I that 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 imposter syndrome is nothing more than self-inflicted bullshit. So if you choose to subscribe to that bullshit, you can have the same energy and unsubscribe and to subscribe to the truth. You didn't just get here by accident. You didn't just go and earn me 17 degrees. You didn't just make it to the top of the pile by chance or luck. It's because you put in the work. It was because you showed up and you kept showing up. And here you are. There's no imposter whatsoever. So you can just, you know, see that for what it is. It's the damn devil. That's, that's bad thinking. That's a choice. You can create the space where you have the opposite of the imposter syndrome and be like, you know what? And yet, as you're looking at your wall with all of these degrees on it or going back in time and remembering those long ass nights, hmm. remembering the, the family occasions you missed, remember right. all the sleep you missed and realize that this stuff did not happen by chance. It's OK to celebrate yourself. It's OK to feel good about yourself because you worked right. fucking hard to get where you are. You don't need nobody to help you feel bad about yourself. You I actually need help people helping you feel good about yourself. Surround yourself with people that's going to put the wind in your sails. That's going to prop you up. That's, that's going to be like, girl, you know, you did that damn thing. Did you do, do you allow me to introduce you to yourself? Because I happen to think that she's the damn boy. I just got done telling Leanne that before we, you know, mm -hmm. on the air. Stop and tell somebody how you feel about them. You just might make their day. You just might make oh, their yeah. day. Yes. And because it's time for us to reclaim our own narrative. Absolutely. Because let me put it this way to you. You don't owe modesty to anyone, especially when you are the shit and you have accomplishments, you have successes to be proud of. It's time for you to snatch back your narrative from the societal norms that are meant to beat us down mm. and to revel, revel. She said in it. your achievements. She said it. And I want you to do it loud and proud. There's only it is one. not boastful. It is not oh, being um, prideful hmm. to say, I am so proud of myself to show when you've got your new achievement. Post it. Blast it on all the social channels, baby. Hmm. Because you give other people a chance to celebrate with you.
Yeah. Yeah. Man. Right. I also love that for you. This, you are freaking amazing. You, I dare you to look in the mirror right now and not smile at your reflection and say, oh, like, oh my gosh, like, I love you. And just have a whole conversation with yourself. Be like, oh my gosh, girl, did you see your, Did you see yourself in the mirror today? Did you kiss yourself? Did you say, I love you today? Did you smile at yourself? Did you say, I'm the shit and mean that with your whole damn mm-hmm. chest? All the way down to the bottom of your feet. If you don't hear nobody telling you the shit, then say it to your damn self, doggone. Period. If you're trying to lose weight and you lost two pounds, celebrate that shit. Celebrate. And do not go out and celebrate by getting a cheat meal. Don't do, don't That's celebrate right. like that. Okay, don't celebrate like that because that might undo what you just did. Absolutely. Right. But yeah. celebrate that. And it's okay to say, you know what? I've started this journey and I'm two pounds down because you know who's not going to talk shit about you? Hmm. is people who are also on that journey or people who live that lifestyle. They will never be the ones to tear you down for trying to improve yourself. You know who will? Hmm. The people that are haters that ain't doing shit. What is only two pounds? Bitch is two pounds lighter than I was last week. And it's two pounds that you ain't lost. Why are you worried about what I'm doing over here? Stop trying to douse my fire with water, bitch. Because mm. I'm going to shine because these two pounds going to be five, which is going to be 10. And one day it might be 50. You don't know. I'm telling my life, ma'am. Since July, I have lost 18 pounds. And it's just, even my husband is like, you disappeared on me. Where are you going? And I get back over here. But I bet you he be grabbing your ass up, though. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bye, hey girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, Lala. Girl, you. Lala, 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 hey girl, what your name is? Hey, uh, so um, um, so I'm in the office, so we could take some dictation if you like. <laughs> right. <laughs> huh. And why shouldn't you be proud of those 18 pounds? That Absolutely. Because it started with two thing. pounds and then five pounds mm-hmm. and then. And it just kept on going and kept on going and kept on going. So those two pounds do multiply and you're going to start seeing changes in yourself. And other people are like, I went home this weekend to Detroit and they just was like, you, hey, you lost some weight and stuff. And and just keep doing you. Please keep doing you. And don't let those two pounds stop there don't let the imposter syndrome tell you oh it's only two pounds oh it's only two pounds because 70 percent of women and particularly women of color Mm -hmm. have experienced imposter syndrome at some point in their life we can't continue to let that be our narrative we cannot continue to live in that trauma that gave us that imposter syndrome in the first place because when we was kids you know kids don't give a shit they will do all the things and they're fearless. Someone put it in our heads that we are taught. less than. We're taught that we are less than. It's drilled or beat into some of us. It's not how we came into this world. It's not how we were meant to be. So we have to reclaim that narrative. We have to speak up for ourselves and the things that we have done. 
right? Mm-hmm. And in the next segment, we're going to talk a little bit about um, some of the economic consequences of us not promoting ourselves and the societal stigmas that kind of are holding us back, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that in the next segment. Uh, so you're tuning in to the Wake Up Happy Sis show on KCCR Cityscape Radio, where we're changing the narrative for our people because we out here telling our story our way. We've got a few words from our sponsor, Brownstone Worldwide. Ready to swap your daily grind for some ocean waves and sunshine? Then join Brownstone Worldwide for the ultimate neighbor's retreat aboard Celebrity Cruises. From July 21st through the 27th of 2024, get ready to make waves and unforgettable memories. Our all-inclusive package features plush rooms, drinks on us, complimentary Wi-Fi, and yes, even tips are taken care of. Bask in live entertainment, exciting contests, and be a part of the live tapings of Brownstone podcast shows. Venture beyond the ship with shore excursions to the stunning Key West, Bimini Bahamas, and Georgetown Grand Cayman. But here's the catch. These rooms are selling out like hotcakes right now. So don't miss the chance to rub elbows with your favorite brownstone air personalities and meet your neighbors in an unforgettable setting. So what are you waiting for? Secure your spot on this epic journey today. Yes. Hmm. That's going to be so fire. I just want to state that for the record. That's going to be so fire. Noted. Okay. So let's move into this next segment because this segment is going to have a little bit, right? So when we're talking about some of the societal um, bases, bases, constructs that hold us back both economically and professionally, that is a reason why we have to be out here promoting ourselves because sometimes the systems are stacked against us, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And they will overlook every accomplishment you have and pick somebody less qualified sometimes just because the color of your skin, right? So we already know that wage gap is a reality. It is no secret that Black women are consistently paid less than our white male and female counterparts for the same job. But if we took everything is the same except the color of our skin, we're still getting paid less. Girl, that's something I I wanted. I wish I would have had the opportunity to ask my coworker before I stopped working in December he passed like two, three days after my last day. I never got a chance to to ask him that that because he was a Hispanic male. And my what you just said, I, I wish I had the time to go and ask him, like, hey, uh, because we both had masters. Mm-hmm. We we both had experience um in the uh, at the agency, but I wanted to know if we were getting paid the the same. And I never broached mm-hmm. that. We were working too doggone hard, but that's a good doggone question. And it probably would have incited a damn right. <laughs> like, oh, wait the fuck? Oh, wait the fuck? Hold on. How are you getting $10,000 more than me? And we got the same education, same everything. 
Let's talk about it, dog. That's when that that's when that self-promotion is going to come in handy. What I want to give y'all a tactic right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's supposed to be late in the show, but we we do we want to do right here. First thing, document everything. I'm talking about every achievement that you've accomplished on the job. Update your, keep your resume updated. And what you're updating on it is the impact that you've had. Don't just be tactical, meaning I did X, Y, Z position. We don't write our resumes like that anymore. We Mm. write in power statements. Mm. I was responsible for enhancing blah, blah, blah. I helped improve revenue by blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Focus on the outcomes. That is your self-promotion at work. What outcomes did I achieve for this company? What outcomes did I help this client achieve? Right? Because mm. that's the only times that we can come back and say, look, there's a disparity in what I'm being paid versus what I'm worth or what others in this field are being paid. I'm being paid lower than the median, let's Mm. say. Mm. This is why I deserve a raise. I deserve to be compensated for my knowledge, my time, my skills, and what what results I have been able to achieve. Mm -hmm. I got this project done in six months instead of eight. Mm thereby saving the company X, Y, Z dollars, thereby blah, blah, blah. Hmm. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Hmm. Nothing, right? Wow. Because the social stigmas reinforce the unfair economic structure that we have to work in. Mm-hmm. Because the stigma is that we are um, less valuable than our white counterparts. Our contributions are less valuable. Wow. That's the stigma. That's why they think it's okay to pay us less, right? You're going to work me twice as hard because let's get real. Let's get real and let's get honest. This might hurt some feelings. Mm Mm-hmm. Step on some corporate toes. I don't want to do that. But this is the reality. As a black woman, and this I know for sure, for certain, 100% based off of what I've had to do in the corporate world when I was still in corporate America like that. Mm -hmm. I had to be three times as good to be average. Let Hmm. Let me say that again. I had to be three times as good as the best person to be seen as average. Wow. I was working at a major telecom company and we had started, they had started a new team and we were doing quality assurance. Mm -hmm. Now I had written the majority of the policy documents. Okay. Um, Like I believe I wrote all of them, how we did, you know, how we do the things, our standard operating procedures, blah, blah, blah. I wrote all that shit. Mm -hmm. When it came time for them to pick a lead, why wasn't I the person chosen? They brought somebody 
who had never even been on the team. Now she was a great resource. She was a great pick. Do I think she was better than me? No, because I knew all the things. She still had to learn all the things. Right. But you think I wasn't the next person promoted to a lead position? Wow. There was no way. But that, but I had to turn up my gas to be three times better than their best person. Wow. And that's what we're we're all we're used to doing. We're used to overperforming, overperforming, outshining, and not getting the accolades. Partially because we don't know how to promote ourselves. So write down all the things that you have done, but put it in terms of outcomes, not just the tasks that you did. What are the outcomes that were realized because of the efforts that you put into it? That's your self-promotion. When anytime somebody sent me uh, uh, an accolade, a kudo, it went in my file. Mm -hmm. Yep. I I had the the habit of... uh, uh, a, a word document and it was entitled me and every time i did something or accomplished something i put it on that and then when it was time to uh submit our input for our evaluation so our supervisor could you know doc, you know put even more on there then it was already done all i had to do is just copy and paste it on into the document and stuff. And so, because you're going to forget because you're working so hard, you've got your head down and all you're doing is grinding and stuff. And then when it's time, if you have not done that, when it's time to do your doggone evaluation and you need to put your either uh, uh, supervisor, right. The supervisor asks for your doggone input. You like, uh, what did I do do the last six months or whatever the, the rating period is and stuff. And then you're stuck and you sell yourself short because you did not record or capture all of the things that, because mm-hmm. your supervisor, it's impossible for your supervisor to know all of the things that you're doing if you're in a customer facing position. The supervisor is not going to know about the conversation that you had to help the client, you know, be more efficient in all mm-hmm. of the things because they weren't a part of the conversation. They weren't a part of it. Those are the things you need to capture on your me document. And you're like, oh, yeah, I did do that. Oh, yeah, I did do that. And, you know, and talking to your coworkers like, hey, what? So if you're like sharing a document because you're in the same position and stuff, you're you're jiving. It's a it's a perfect sim symbiosis yeah. where you two are working together to be like, yeah, we did work together on this project. And the, the remember the client said blah blah blah. And he's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. Oh yeah, document capture it all. Look, because if you can't fucking remember, how the damn supervisor is supposed everybody to else our stuff? remember? Oh yeah, but look, self promotion um, saved me from being um, unfairly uh, terminated. Let me let me say that again. Yes, self promotion is what saved me from being unfairly terminated. Now, I subsequently left that position and went to one making $15,000 more a year. But we don't say that, but they tried it. My manager, who had, this was his first time being a manager, I took his position as a lead, right? We were doing mid-year reviews, which supposed to come in June. Mine happened in September. So he was already negligent. 
but he rated me a two out of five. You, two out of five means I'm failing. Miserably failing, okay? That's what he rated me. And at first it knocked my confidence, but you call yours a me file. Mine was my you go girl file. I like it. And I had a thing in my email was you go girl files and all the things I would stack them up. And I, I started writing in response to his documentation, right? To his mid-year review. I started writing and documenting and pulling all the things that I had done. My response was eight pages, Sharonda. Mm -hmm. Eight pages. And I subsequently took that to HR. I, first, I took it to a coworker. Because at this point, I was a lead. I was doing all of the training. So not only did I write all your policies for how to do the work, I wrote the training program and I trained all the new people. So I trained the new lead who came in, who was supposed to be, she was coming in to be a manager. Okay. So I asked her, you know what I know. Is this me? She was like, no, that's not you. They're trying to let you go. She said, that's what that move is. They're, they're, they're trying to document so they can let you go. And then I started paying attention to the air around me. My manager would not, we used to go out and, and have lunch at least two, three times a week. He wouldn't look me in the face anymore. He would not have direct one-on-one -on -one meetings with me anymore. I was supposed to be up for becoming a corporate trainer. So I would split my time training nationally. And then also doing this, that was put on hold. Just out the blue, well, we're working through some things. Y'all trying to let me go. Do tell the rest of the story. I need to hear this. I took my little eight page response. I took the fact not only did he give me um, my my mid year review late. I had three different versions because he didn't know which what document he was supposed to be using. So the first two were the wrong files for wrong verse, wrong things. I took all those to H.R., the HR was like, what? This is what he said, literally. What the fuck is going on on your team? Because this same manager also has a complaint against him. The complaint was the girl that he had been allegedly sleeping with. And I say allegedly because I ain't never seen him, but I know there was something going on. She wasn't even the star of the team, but he was trying to push her towards being a lead. You have to have an open position for there to be a lead. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. So once things started rolling and going downhill for that, all of a sudden, now he's got other people who are now um, complaining about him. Needless to say, we had the HR session. Like I said, he didn't have any meetings with me. He stopped having meetings with me. He started meeting individually with my team. Why the hell are they going to talk to me if they can talk to my manager? Hmm. So they're not talking to me. They're going directly to him because he's circumventing me. Hmm. And there we go to the meeting. The HR guy calls me the day of. Hey, would you mind if one of my coworkers sits in on the session? They put two HR reps in there. That means they were they were legally trying to keep me from being able 
to sue them. Let's be clear. The purpose of HR is to make sure that the company don't get sued, to minimize them liabilities. They're not there mm-hmm. to serve the people. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Their first objective is to make sure you don't get sued. They spent the whole time. They barely even talked to me in the session. He called me. He came up to me the day of. Hey, I don't think because I had told him I want to have a meeting with our head of our department. And he was like, hey, I don't think we need to meet with um, Leader X. We're going to call her Marie. Um, And I don't think we need to meet with Marie. Um, I think we can just handle this between ourselves. That's when I knew he found out about the HR Mm -hmm. coming to be in the meeting. Uh I said, no, I would feel better if we just went ahead with the meeting as it stands Mm -hmm. uh, so we can just talk through our issues. They spent the whole hour meeting Mm -hmm. reprimanding him. Oh, they never said they barely said two words to me every time he said something. Well, you know, she works from home um, twice a week. You said I could. And then you berate me when I do, even though I am online and more available when I'm working from home. Well, nobody can work from home. You can't do that. You don't have the ability and the authority to do that. Like they spent the whole hour. They never said nothing to me. All of a sudden, all the things that were locked were now unlocked. But I had already planned my exit strategy. And I was like, deuces, I will no longer be here because this is not a place that supports me. Basically, that part right That was if I had not had all my stuff documented, all the things that I had done, I could have not self-promoted and I would have just been out with a bad rating, right? Not, so able rating even you use, not even able to use all my years at that company as a reference. So what was the end result? The end result, I went to another job um, making $15,000 more a year and he ended up getting demoted. <laughs> so what was your, did, you, did that two get, uh, pulled back and re-rated or evaluated? I or? left. I left, Sharonda. What happened was after that meeting, I already, I submitted my letter of resignation because they were, then all of a sudden my corporate card got approved for me to go do this training. Um, but I didn't see anybody in that organization the same anymore because now I see that you guys do not have my back. You do not support me. You don't believe in me. And all of you guys were willing to shit on me to meet some racist VPs uh, thing that we're getting rid of low performers. And you, instead of taking the low performing white male who was below me, who was on my team, who I had raised up to my manager that he was failing and he was a low performer and that he needed to be let go because all of my attempts were to help him were not working. All of my documented attempts, they choose to keep him. How do you, how do they justify that? Mm. And all of the managers were in on it. Now my, the per the lady that I um, promoted up, I mean, that I had trained up, she wasn't in on it because she didn't know. Mm-hmm. But the head knew. 
the other two managers knew. Y'all knew when he put me up, you guys knew what I would do. So what I took that as is I will always promote me first. I will always put myself in a position where I feel supported. And I left. Hmm. It, I you left. See the situation. Think about, okay. The blessing in that whole situation is that it showed you what type of organization that you worked for and they were willing to sacrifice you like, like, like sacrificing you to the gods or whatever. And it yeah, was, like, I was the sacrificial lamb. Absolutely. And there were only two black people in the department and the two people they identified as low performers happened to be, well, there were three, but the, the other manager had just came and they, so they obviously couldn't, but they chose to identify the only other two black people as low mm -hmm. performers. Now one was a low performer. She mm -hmm. was, mm -hmm. but I damn sure wasn't right. But they choose to let go of the two black people in the group and I wasn't having it. And that, that lets me know, because if you don't know your worth, you will accept what people give you self-promotion and understanding your accomplishments, the things that you've been through, the contributions you have made is critical. That was a long story, but the goal of it was for you to understand that you need to take ownership and accountability for your successes. And you need to toot your own horn and you need to document and share those yeah. successes. There is nothing wrong with, with investing in your brilliance, with showing that you are the shit, right? Absolutely. Because there's going to continue to be stereotypes uh. about us, that angry black woman, because you stand up for yourself in work or personal environments. Hmm. We know that's the that stereotype, we live it all the time. We have to be super nice and overly nice to people. We can't not be friendly because of other races being able to go to things and say that we don't play well with others, that we're not nice, that we're being mean to them. And we're having to justify instead of that person having to prove their case, we have to justify that we're not. Right. But you win. You you are winning in spite of spite and fifteen thousand it uh, uh increase. I'm sure that helped soothe your wounds a little bit and stuff. It do. It do. But if you're but gonna there's always another challenge, and you have to continually fight in. You have to continually fight for yourself because mm -hmm. if you don't, no one else will. Yep. You have to right? go where no you're celebrated, not tolerated. The systems are not set up all the time for us to be successful. Hmm. Yet here we are succeeding. Still, in spite of. And we're going to continue seed. <laughs> so in the last few minutes of the show, and for those who are new here, you are watching and you're tuned in to Wake Up Happy Sis, to the Wake Up Happy Sis show on KCCR Cityscape Radio, where we are telling our stories our way. So welcome home. Absolutely. Now, in our last few minutes, I want to talk about how do you write your own 
brand story, right? How do you promote yourself? How do I start on this journey, Leanne and Sharonda? I don't even know what to do. I don't know about a you go girl file or a me document, right? So first I want you to understand that there is a need for you to have your own narrative, mm -hmm. right? You're not just a resume. It's not like old school where, all right, uh, you're Leanne Dolce. I see you've done da 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 da. No, those days are gone because in the digital age, they're going to look at your social media. Mm -hmm. They're looking at your LinkedIn, your Facebook, your Instagram, your TikTok. They're looking at everything. Right. So you're you're more than just the words on a page, on a piece of paper. You are your own narrative. Yeah. You are a living story that is constantly being told. My story is constantly being written. Yours is constantly being written. So we have to have a way to craft a compelling personal brand story that gives you control of the narrative about you that's out in the world. We already know about all these stereotypes that's coming at us. When you craft your own narrative, you say F them stereotypes. Hmm. Say it, say it again for the people in the back. Fuck them, fuck your stereotypes. Hmm. I am here, I am awesome, I am amazing, and I can make change for your organization, for your business, for your personal life. You can't do that if you are not putting your own narrative out there. I love it. I love it. You also need to embrace your uniqueness. Baby, we are so done with trying to fit in. Ugh, you know that square pig round hole syndrome? Mm. Baby, I'm an octagon. Oh, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Not even a, I'm an octagon. I got some points. I got some sharp. I used to be a circle. I used to be circular. But some now I got points because you hit me the wrong way. You're going to get out. Well, they probably haven't even got a name for what I have have morphed into. Oh, you are unique. That's right. That and we celebrate that. Because why? If me and Sharonda were the same person on this show, oh my I'd be boring as hell. Oh my God. Oh my God. What makes I'm sorry. Work? What did you just say? I said if we were the same, the show would be boring because you there would be no contrast, right? Mm -hmm. We need your uniqueness. We need my uniqueness. Because when it mixes together, what does it make? More uniqueness. It makes black girl magic. That part again. Let me let me give him a clack. Mm, mm, That's mm. a double clack. Okay. Yes. So you're more than your job title. Mm -hmm. You are more than the degree that you've earned. You are a living, breathing human that has had experiences, that has done things that sometimes nobody else has ever done. There are people out here who are the first. The first in their family to go to college, the first to do this. I, you may have created this new thing. We need to embrace that. We need to celebrate it and we need to project it 
into the world. Mm-hmm. And then there's also about having credibility and connection. Look, you can be whoever the hell you want to be on online. Right? Mm-hmm. It's so easy for people to get lost. You can have 5,000 friends on Facebook right now. How does Leanne stand out against Sharonda's 5,000 friends on her timeline? Right? Mm-hmm. Me having a connection with you. Me being credible. Oh, Leanne, that's, she the wellness whisperer. She always giving tips about this, this, and that. But if I'm not showing up authentically, if I'm not showing up and giving my uniqueness and showing that I'm credible and I have something dope to share, that I have an amazing message, that I have something to give to the world, that I can help you. Nobody knows because I'm over here in my own little world, in my own little head, not talking to nobody, not sharing my dopeness with people. So they don't know that I might have the answer that they've been praying about. Absolutely. They don't know that Sharonda might have the answer that they have been crying over and losing sleep over. Right? And then look at, are you aligning your values with your career goals? Now, if your personal brand story is about getting you a better movement in your career, make sure that your values are aligned with your career goals. Do not move yourself into a place where that company is asking things of you that go against your values. Right? If you value work-life balance is a value I have. If I went back into corporate America, they somebody had put a post up. There's a post I saw that was like, for their job interviews, their the exec one of the executives or whatever would call would message people late at night, late at night, to see if and how they would respond, and that would determine sometimes if they got the job. First see, of all, <laughs> you got me fucked up because I'm not responding. So if that makes me not get the position because what I don't want you to feel is that my personal time is now your time. Right. You pay me from 8A to 5P. If I desire to do things in the evening to support my job, that is my selection, my choice. It is not my obligation. And if I let you in the interview stage, know that it's okay to message me and have all of these off hour expectations. You're creating the, the, the wrong environment for this doggone. You start now with no boundaries. I yeah. have boundaries. I will respond to that person in the morning. Oh my God, thank you so much. I'm looking forward. You know, I hope I get the position. I'm looking forward to joining your company and seeing how I can um, create positive change, whatever, whatever. But mm-hmm. it's not coming that night. And if that's why I don't get the job, that's fine because you have already showed me that you have an environment that I don't know that I want to be a part of because my value is work-life balance. And you've already tried to infringe upon that before I even work for you. Absolutely. Wow. They out here in these streets doing the bullshit the most and the least at the same time. Go have several seats. (laughs) All those seats. Bless them, bless them, bless them. My goodness. And then, oh my goodness. My last tip before we get out of here is 
the medium is the messenger, meaning your channel of delivery, right? Mm -hmm. Because your story could be told in so many ways on so many platforms. I can put a post of images up. I can put a little video up of me doing something, right? I can write blog posts. We can have a podcast such as the Wake Up Happy Sis Show. I can be interviewed. I can have a book written about me or write my own book. You can. You have so many opportunities to promote yourself, to share your personal brand story. And each offers a slightly different angle and a different reach. So you have to think about what you're trying to do and which medium or platform is going to help you best do that. If you're trying to reach a professional audience, you might go into LinkedIn and you might weigh heavily more there, mm -hmm. right? If And you may have more long form content there, articles, posts, whatever, right? Versus I'm on Instagram and I'm doing very short form content. On TikTok, I'm telling stories I'm very much visual here. I'm telling my stories and they're multi-part little things, right? Mm -hmm. You have multiple ways of getting your story out, of promoting yourself. So we have to look at what is best for what we're trying to do and leverage all that we have around us, mm -hmm. you know, and not be afraid to share your setbacks and the scary things that have happened, the negatives. Nobody is perfect. Your uniqueness is your experiences and the things, the challenges that you've had to overcome. Because guess what? You're still here. So you overcame all of them. Yep. 100% success rate. That in itself is something to boast. You ain't knocked me down yet. You ain't yeah. knocked me down yet, devil. Sometimes you got to go through to get to. Yeah, go through mm. to arrive Look, at things. That's, that's a quote. You need that on a shirt. Sometimes you got to go through to get. That's it. Hmm. Okay, let me see what time it is because we do got to move up out of here soon because we're a little over time. Hopefully, Paulette will not be mad at me for going over time today because this was necessary. Absolutely. This was a necessary conversation. I think we've shared a lot with the people today. You know? Absolutely. Because then I hope that from our lessons that they've learned to get out there, show up and show the fuck out. Absolutely. Show up for yourself before you, because we, we so used to showing up for everybody else, Sharonda. Woo! We show up for everybody else. And when it comes to showing up for ourselves, we over here cowering on I can't do it. Man, I'm going to need you to use that same energy. That same energy you give everybody else. Put it towards yourself, please. And thank you. And see how your life changes when you do. Just saying, you change and everything will change right along with you. If you stay the same and you stay scared, just know that you need to do it even though you're scared. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. That's what courage is. Yep. Courage is not doing things in the absence of fear. Courage is being scared and doing it anyway. That is real courage. Yep. Your and blessing. that's what we have to push forward. Yep. Your blessing is outside of your realm of com comfortability. Yes. 
Mm, it's outside that comfort zone, baby. You know that's that is a good clack moment right there. Now that one was a good clack moment right there because we got to get out of our comfort zone in order to get to that next level. Mm-hmm. This is just a test for your next level, baby. Level up. And when you have times, I'm gonna, our last little promotion before we get out of here. And when you have times to where you are feeling burned out, mm. to where you are feeling overwhelmed, where you are tired, you are ready to throw in the towel because you do not know what work-life balance even is. Mm-hmm. I've got the solution for you. I want you to head over to officialburnoutrecoverykit.com and get my completely free for now burnout recovery kit. I'm helping you go from burnt out to lit up, baby. We are relighting those flames. Burnout is no longer a thing that we have to sit and suffer through. I've got something that can help you. And all you got to do is go to officialburnoutrecoverykit.com. You're going to get an ebook. You're going to get a digital workbook. And baby, that workbook is the fire. You look at, when you look at everything that you're getting, you're going to be like, this is free. This is free. And it starts with an assessment to see where you are on that burnout scale. And it's going to tell you in the ebook, the areas that you should focus on. So make sure you head on over to officialburnoutrecoverykit.com. Grab that free burnout recovery kit so that you too can learn how to wake up happy, sis. Absolutely. So Sharonda, as we head on out, tell the people how they can connect with you. And if you have anything special or, you know, coming up in your business. Well, I need you to give yourself some grace so I can get your books together for you. You can find me at bookkeepingforlife.com. I'm here to help. And if you love the stuff that we give on the show, then you should head on over to my Facebook group. Head on over to Facebook and just look up Wake Up Happy Sis. Like the page, first of all, and then come on in the group Get some of this sisterhood. You know, I'm building this community for high achieving and high performing black women. We don't have to go through and suffer through these things alone. Come on. Come on in the room. There she go. And nothing else. Head on over to the website. Wakeuphappysis.com. Get on the list. If you want to be a, a guest on the show, we are we have season six out right now. You can sign up for our shows. We're only in episode two. So you got a lot of shows that you can sign up for. So we really hope that you enjoy your time with us. And we look forward to seeing you back on Monday. What's our show topic on Monday, Sharonda? You know what we're talking about tomorrow on Monday? Mm-hmm. What are we talking about on Monday? We are talking about, um, oops, I lost it. I lost it. I got it. You did? Yeah. Let's see. 
Let's see. What is Monday's date? The 23rd. Mm -hmm. What is it? I gave you the topic. I just put it in the chat. Look in the chat. I'll put it in the chat for you. Yes. See. Oh, raw and real. Unlocking emotional wellness in a cold world. Ooh. Ooh that's gonna be that's gonna be a that's gonna be a good topic. <sighs> That's gonna be a good topic on Monday. Y'all need to come. Y'all need to come on in the room on Monday. And it's like a mental uh, chicken soup. Yes, chicken soup for your soul, for your emotions, baby. Book, chicken mm -hmm. soup for your emotions is what we're giving on Monday. Yes. Mm -hmm. And again, mm -hmm. we always keep it real raw and honest here. So I want to thank y'all for tuning in to the Wake Up Happy Sis Show on KCCR Cityscape Radio, and we look forward to seeing you again. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Wake Up Happy Sis on KCCR The Brownstone.